Hey guys, you're now listening to The Western. This is episode seven. And The Western is all about inspiring and encouraging the people of the Western suburbs by sharing stories and real experiences in hopes to just add value to someone's life. So follow us on Instagram and on Facebook for updates on what we're doing. And we hope you've been enjoying the past few episodes and we're so keen to see where this actually takes us. So in this episode, we have Dennis from Max out films hey dennis hey how are you going Thanks i'm good me. how are you going very good thanks that's good um so dennis you would can, are you a filmmaker can i say filmmaker? Yeah, filmmaker yeah dennis is a filmmaker from maxed out films and um it's so cool to have you here thanks. thank you so much for coming no worries um so whereabouts in the western suburbs are you from um well i grew up in the west i went to school in mountain view next to Doonside station yep um and then I lived around like uh, Mount Jewel, Blacktown, uh, Doonside. And when I graduated, I went to film school in the city. So mm-hmm. I decided to move um, to Stratfield. Into the city. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like the commute's not too crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so what are some of the things that you loved about growing up in the West? I think the now that I'm like kind of living out of the West, I kind of see how it was back then. I feel like the West is more like community based yeah. rather than... Because I lived in Glebe as well. It's more like um, people are coming and going a lot more. Yeah. So it can't really grow as much as like the West is like people are kind of staying here a bit more. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And so what do you hope to see more of happening in the Western suburbs? More video content, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel like it can be like utilized a bit more if everyone's like online on Facebook, Instagram. Imagine just seeing like Western Sydney content like catered for Western Sydney pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And so, how did you get into film? How did I get into film? It was uh, in year 12, my principal lent me her video camera. Wow. And then, yeah. <laughs> that's just so like, random. Dennis, <laughs> you, you take it yeah. and you film me. <laughs> it was so weird. But like, just picking up that camera, like, it was really fun. And even though it wasn't a subject at the time, it was like, oh, I want to do this more often kind of yeah. thing. That's yeah. So, what was the video about? Um, if you don't I mind. made like a year 12 farewell video. And oh, we that's like, so nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit like a comedy. Like I'd call my friends, like playing around, and we steal the principal's car, and then you know. Did you like, take the principal's car? No, nah, I just chucked some other footage <laughs> of a RX8 driving around, and then <laughs> yeah, match it together. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Um, so what were some of like besides that video, your mm-hmm. fa- school farewell? What was some of your early works about? Before music videos, I was really into documentaries. Because I actually got into film because I wanted to share people's stories. Yeah. Because uh, once it's on film, it's kind of like it's there forever. It's like immortalized, right? Yeah. And then um, I did a few. I interviewed business owners who's been running a business for 50 years. Mm. I interviewed someone who like takes ecstasy regularly just to get that insight. Yeah. And then that kind of led into corporate interviewing people at events. Um, what do you think about this? Like how can we change this society or this cause? Mm. And... Yeah, kind of developed into the. Yeah, and so now you're doing music videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why why did you specifically decide to focus on music videos? Um, I think because music videos they don't really have like a formula for filmmaking. Music videos is like the easiest way to experiment for the short term rather than making like a short film. Yeah. And also, like you kind of get more funding for music videos than making short films. Wow, film I didn't industry. know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, like there's more budget to work with. Yeah. Because yeah. like if it's if you want to make a short film, it's normally from your own pocket kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. And so it, do you feel like there's a constant uh, like a, a 
how do I say this? Like, do you feel like you have um, some certain themes that you like portraying in your music for videos? And uh, like, do you feel like there's reoccurring themes or mm. do you just tailor it to each artist in a way? Or like, do you have like a sort of like watermark or a oh, stamp right. that that's my music um, video? No matter what project it is, low budget or high budget, I try to maintain the quality. Yeah, yeah. And then one thing I try to contribute to my work is like the lighting. Yeah, like, I noticed that when I was watching yeah. a few of your videos, like they all have the kind of yeah, the like colors different and colors. Yeah, that's awesome. And like I get feedback, people, I'm like, oh, if you were to look at my website, what's my work? And then they're like, oh, it's always well lit. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm aiming for. <laughs> I'm <Like>. lit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. And so who what was who was your first client for a music video? My first music video was for Elijah Yeo. And yeah. I actually approached him. I was like, hey, I like your music. Can I do a free video for you? Just like, let me do what I want. So we um, went to Mittagong, abandoned warehouse and all that, did like a video. Yeah. And then I think from Elijah Yo, kind of like spread out to the West from there because he's got a big presence here. Yeah, he's got a big reputation mm. here, you know. And that's so awesome that you just stepped out and just asked him and now look, look at yeah. you now. <laughs> yeah, we've been growing together. So we've done like five videos already and then wow. bigger and bigger. So yeah. do you, he'll forever use you now because <laughs> yeah, he just so. loves your <laughs> keep me Elijah Yo. <laughs> <laughs> what about um your personal journey? I mean, before you did film, what else, What other things have you been interested in? Before, after graduating from year twelve, I didn't know what to do with my life. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I want to do video. You know, it's yeah. cool from that farewell video. She's like, There's no money in that. And then she's like, You're gonna, you're gonna do engineering. Yeah. And then I did engineering for two years. I right. went to like Mount Jewel Tafe and then UWS. Yeah. I was like, everything's just mats. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And then um, I took like a year off of like just doing nothing. I was like, how can I decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life at like 2019? Mm. And then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try to do business. So I went to Parramatta and I did that for a year. I was like, I don't like it either. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to do, I mean, it's been four years can I just do what I want to do? And she's like, okay. <laughs> so I went to film school for three <laughs> yeah. years and then graduated there. And do you feel like that was the best decision you've ever made? Yeah. Just like doing my, what I wanted to do, yeah. um, my own passion. And I can just like figure out my own, own way to make money from that. Yeah, of course. In my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm going to work for like some business that, you know, can pay me to shoot and to edit. And then it'll be all cool. And, you know, finances are all good. But then I did some freelance work here and there. And it's like always I'm under someone and someone else's direction. Mm. So I'm just a guy who knows how to use a camera or a guy who knows how to edit stuff. So yeah. it's not really me. Yeah. So that's when I kind of decided to like move into pushing Max out films. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And um, it's so encouraging to hear that because you can try out a few things. It's okay to suss this one thing out and if it doesn't work out you can do this and then you end up finding it right yeah. like, so how did maxed out films come about it started um after i graduated film school and then five of my friends we sat around and were like okay we're all graduated we, we all don't have any work yeah <laughs> it's like we met at like office works meeting rooms like okay what can we do let's make like a business or something and see what what happens and then we just came up with the name uh, Maxed Out Films because we wanted to cater more to like the younger audience coming yeah. up. And then it was just like, okay, we can charge this much. Like, this is what I'm worth. We have the equipment, but we have no clients kind of thing. Yeah. And then I kind of took it upon myself to like, you know, do the Instagram, Facebook and thing. Yeah. And then I kind of pushed through it. There was like a lot of times when I wanted to give up. I'm just All like, right. oh, is this what I'm going to do? Because it's like a risk. 
because yeah, you don't know. There's no formula on how like to start a business successfully mm. in the creative industry as well. And then my other friends, they kind of did their own stuff as well. But yeah. for bigger projects, I'm like, hey, do you want to help me out with this? I have this budget. And then they come back and help me. Yeah, that's so awesome. So what was like one of the biggest challenges and struggles you had starting Max Out Films? Just like finding your way around it or like um, building the clients or? I think the hardest part was to adapt to like the freelance lifestyle. Right, yeah. Because my personality is very... Like, I like lists and preparation and everything, like, order, pretty right. much. Yeah, yeah. But um, with clients or freelancers, like, you get a call and it's like, oh, I need a video by next week. And yeah. then I have to move up everything in my schedule just to, like, adapt to it. Yeah. And then it actually became a bit of a problem at the start because um, I became, like, a workaholic. I was so ambitious, you know, maxed out films, you know, got into great stuff and be creative. And then as soon as I wake up, I'm like, okay, go to work until I go to sleep. And then my girlfriend was there. She's like, oh, you got to slow down this. And then, um, yeah, she helped a lot to kind of like put me back into Give the balance. Give you a balance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when you feel like moments in your life where you felt like giving up, mm. what were some things that you did to kind of like just keep going or keep pushing yourself forward? Because at times I find a lot of people are so talented you know, and they, they, it's just so hard that they do end up giving up. So yeah. it's kind of like, what were some of the things that you did that allowed you to keep on going? Uh, I guess having someone telling you you're talented, <laughs> like, yeah, like telling, support? Yeah, yeah, support from, um, for me, it's like my girlfriend, Raylene, um, saying that, you know, you, you do good stuff, you know, don't think about it too much. Seeing it from the outside is different from when you're in. Mm -hmm. For example, like if you're working on an edit a few days, you think it looks terrible. Or it's bad because you've been working on it so long. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And you just need, you need to get out of that headspace mm. or need someone to kind of like help you see, see it from another perspective. Yeah, exactly. And then from there, you can kind of like progress faster than like working on it the whole time. Yeah. Rather than like, you know, taking breaks with it. Did you ever struggle like kind of honing the idea that, hey, I'm a filmmaker? Like, or like actually saying I'm a filmmaker? Um... I just think I'm just a guy who likes making videos. Oh, and that's a good way to look at it. I love it so much that I sometimes feel bad when people pay me for the work that I do. That <laughs> makes sense. Like what this is <laughs> like this is so easy and so like me that you know getting paid is like odd. So, yeah. so clients, I see clients as friends pretty much. Yeah. Like the other day, I had a client come up to me. We met. Um, and then he's like, oh, I like the way you replied to me on Instagram. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, <laughs> what oh, did you do? I was just like, he's just like, oh, hey, I like your work. Um, you know, how much are your services? And I was like, oh, thanks very much for the kind words. You know, my prices are like this. Let me know if you want any ideas. Just contact me here. In person, he's like, yeah, I like that because it's a human level kind of thing. Yeah. I asked everyone else and they're like, you know, it's very corporate -y business. You know, right. we're up here. Yeah, this definitely. is us and our price. So. Yeah, take it so a little bit. a little bit like a personal level, like you yeah. create that personal connection with your clients. Yeah, especially through um like Instagram. I mean, mm. the social media has been around for so long, you kind of like sniff out like fake people really easily. Yeah, Like, you course. know, the robots and the fake followers <laughs> or whatever. What's wrong with like being real through yeah, business? Yeah, of course. Much. And I feel like the more genuine and more real you are, the more like kind of meaning or the more impact you have on mm. people which is really awesome so you mentioned that you met your girlfriend in film school um how much has she played a part in your journey um having my girlfriend Raylene's um played a big part just because she loves to critique my work and it's like um growing forward as a creative you've got to have that person 
outside of your mind yeah, to kind of say that, oh, you know, that's wrong or, you know, this is, could be better or something. And at the start, it was like, you're, you're offending me kind of thing. I was of really course, like conscious about... Of it's your work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're very... Everyone, I guess everyone is proud of their own work and then when someone mm. <laughs> critiques it, it does hurt. Yeah, yeah. And I was... Yeah, it took me a while to adapt to it, but I kind of realized her helping me made my work even more better. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so we met in film school and then she wanted to be a producer and then I wanted to be a videographer. So I kind of like hire her sometimes to help out. Yeah. Um, she's a production assistant as well. And at the start, it was... Because we're in a relationship, it was very hard because if I'd say, oh, Ray, could you get something at the bottom of the hill we just walked up? She'd be like, why didn't you tell me to do this before? <laughs> I'm like, Ray, the client's right here. Please, like, Please don't just keep it together. Let's <laughs> not fight in front of the clients. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird working, like, with your girlfriend? No, nah, not really. Uh, no, it's, I think it's a lot better. She knows how it works. If I'm shooting and directing at the same time, she's like, Dennis, you missed this, or, you know, fix that. So she's really a valuable asset to really the business. Helpful. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Raylene. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably listen to this. Yeah, definitely will. Like, <laughs> Don't bring me into this. No, that's cool. Um, so what are some of the challenges that you face whilst also having her on set with you? Um, sometimes after the shoot, she'll be like, hey, Dennis, you should have done this, this, and this. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, why didn't you tell me? And then she's like, I did. <laughs> I was like, like no, oh, cause, cause, I wasn't listening. Because <laughs> when I'm on set, it's like um, I'm thinking about so many things. You know, is the light right? Is the camera settings right? Is the um, artist in the right position and everything? And then that's when I kind of realized I need the bigger team to yeah. separate the roles. Because I wanted to do my work my way, kind of yeah. thing. And then, um, but I think it's more important to collaborate and do work together where we can have a better result. Yeah, kind of thing. definitely. What are some of the best things that's happened since you've started Maxed Out Films? I think it brought me out of my shell a bit more because since I took on the role of Maxed Out Films, I had to like direct everyone. So I was on a set with 15 people and then wow. three yeah, three, three um, assistants and everything. And then they're all looking to me what to do next. Yeah. So I had to like, you know, cut out, oh, if I say this, will you be offended kind of so thing. So it's kind of like learning how to communicate with yeah, people. Exactly. And different personalities as well. Mm. Was Did you find that like so challenging at first? Yeah, definitely at the start. It was just, it wasn't me, but now it's more integrated into me. So I've kind of changed through this business. <laughs> say that. That's so awesome. And so how do you get extras on the set? Do you just like... <laughs> Put an ad out on Gumtree. Yeah, uh, Gumtree or Star Now. Or the client normally has like a specific girl that looks this way or something or a car or a location. Wow, so they actually have specifics of what they... Yeah. And you try and get it for them? Yeah, pretty much. Wow, that's cool. And so what are some of the things that you want to work on besides music videos? Like, do you have any other projects you want to start uh, doing? I kind of want to... um, Because I do a lot of music videos for clients and... They have a lot of content, mm. but their fans don't really know who they are as a person. Right, so I want to yep. start like a mini documentary series where I interview the person behind the music. Yeah. And then because um, the first episode is going to be Elijah mm. and he talks about a lot of personal stuff. Yeah. But I want to talk about why he has those personal problems that he puts into his music. Yeah. And how he just relates it all to make his music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. And so what do you think, what's harder, getting started or being able to keep going? I think they're equally hard. I've been doing this for like a year and a half and I feel like it's still just starting kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency 
and ambition and patience is all like needs that kind of balance to keep it going. And so when you feel like creatively empty, mm-hmm. what do you do to kind of like gain a new insight or gain inspiration? Do you read books or do you? Um, I kind of just like sit in silence. <laughs> There's so much like marketing and TV and YouTube and all that. And it's always like filling your brain up. Yeah. So if I'm creatively empty, it means I need to like fill myself up with me kind of thing. That's so awesome. Yeah. So you just like take some time out for yourself and yeah. wait for your thoughts to come. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. That's so cool. That's different. I like that. And so how much do you think um, money affects your art? Do you feel as if like it, you have to compromise as a filmmaker because of financial restrictions or business? Or mm. um, That was another challenge I had to overcome was coming from corporate work to music video work. Yeah. Um, corporate, like, big business companies, they pay well. Um, but coming down to music videos, my clients are, like, you know, 19 to, like, 25, and then there's only so much they can give to a music video. And yeah. for me to, like, maintain that quality is, like, me doing extra work just because I wanted my vision to come out on screen. Yeah. Not enough for the money, definitely, yeah. for the music videos, just because, like, it's so fun and passionate. Yeah. Um, and like when I first started doing music videos, my videographer friends would tell me, um, you can't live on music videos. But then I'm just like, I can just lower my expenses and like live more simply to do what I love. That's so good. And so what are, do you have like a side hustle as well? If you know, like. Um, not really. It's just my job requires a lot of faith because <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing beyond two weeks kind of thing. Yeah. But the jobs always come and pay my bills and everything. That's so good. And so what is um one mistake you feel that most filmmakers make regardless of experience? I think the main thing would be lighting. Lighting. <laughs> lighting is like the one thing that can increase production value. Even yeah. if you have like a bad camera, if lighting is good, then people won't notice the bad camera. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so how long does it generally take for you to... Um, shoot a whole music video? Depends on the project. There's somewhere I just solo shoot it and it'll take like two hours and then, wow. you know, edit it on the same day. Yeah. And then the biggest one has been like three days shoot and then about four people on set. Um, and that was a hard thing to do when, because I kind of realized if I want to grow maxed out films, I need mm-hmm. to bring other people into it. Because yeah, if I do everything, then... I can't push out content as fast as I, as I like to. Yeah, and you'll overwork yourself as well. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the workaholic in me that happens. Yeah. And um, yeah, the hard part was like me just producing the work, like talking to the client. And I hired um, a director and then a shooter. And then for me to step back and be like, okay, guys, do your thing. It was like just really hard for me to watch. But <laughs> they did a good job, so I was happy yeah. with it. And then, you know, I hope to work with them again. It's kind of like you had to learn how to let go and just... Yeah, let go of my baby, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's been good for you, hasn't it? Like, since, like, you feel more of a balance in your life and... Yeah, yeah. Like, having more people is just taking a lot of stress off me. Yeah. Because um, freelance work, they can all just come at once or they can be, like, nothing. So, when it gets really busy, I'm like, hey, can you do this edit for me? Yeah. Or can you direct this piece for me? Write up this um, treatment. And yeah. do you have to tell them the specifics of how you want it to look or you're just like, here, take it? Yeah, it depends on the director. I mean, I, I guide them because the client obviously has like some input as well. Yeah. And then I'm kind of like the middleman and then we come to an agreement. Yeah, That's good. And so we sometimes hear a lot about the lack of original stories 
in the world um, and that we've all seen it before. So how do you stay fresh in, in the face of an idea? I don't really look to too many other people on what they're doing. Like yeah, if I do so me, then I won't be influenced by the current trends, yeah. if that makes sense. Because everyone has their own original look, mm. experience, and outtake. So yeah, definitely. I guess what you're trying to say is, I'll do me. Yes. Like, just do you. <laughs> yeah. Because that's original enough, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so what is, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned on your journey so far? Um, yeah, definitely balance, applying it to my lifestyle and patience. Like growing a business and networks and people noticing your stuff takes a long time and being consistent with the quality is, yeah, just another challenge in itself. Yeah, that's cool. And to wrap it up, <laughs> the last question I will ask you is um, what advice would you give to those filmmakers out there who are struggling or, you know, or if they, they want to give up or they feel like they're not good enough, what's something that you kind of want to give them from your experience? I would say collaborate with people um, in your industry, whether it's like, you know, film or or graphic design, something similar, photography even. Because um, if you kind of like do it alone, you won't get really far. And that's mm. one of the things that happened to me at the very start. Yeah. As soon as I started working with more people and working working with my competition, it's like now he gives me jobs and I give him jobs and yeah. we kind of grow together that way. Yeah, so have people around you, similar interests, have people to support you and don't be afraid to say like your work is good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dennis. Yeah, thanks for having me here. For having, like, having the time or making the time to come here. And uh, we're so excited for you to see what your next steps are. And if you guys want to follow Max Out Films, we'll definitely be posting his links on our website, um, Facebook and Instagram. So check out Max Out Films, guys, and good luck, Dennis. All the best. Thanks so much. 